Hello and welcome to the Matchday Lives Bite Size podcast following Leicester City's trip to Leeds United and Ellen Road. The Foxes left it late, but a vintage Vardy strike ensured a point on the road. And are starting to make their way out into the cauldron of noise that Ellen Road is providing. But for Leicester, they are fresh from Saturday's success and a win against the Wolves. City taking to the field, looking for back-to-back wins, which will certainly ease relegation fears. It will be a right-footed corner. Everyone back in white shirts to defend the first set-piece of tonight's game. Fast with a touch at the near post. Leeds got enough bodies around it. He's fallen to Tillemans. Oh, brilliant! Yuri Tillemans does it again! The magic man! Right-footed from the edge of the area. It is arrowed into the top left-hand corner. And those celebrations might be cut short. No goal. Yeah. And then it's Harrison who's got the better of Christensen again, coming in from the right edge of the area. A ball in, a goal for Leeds. And it's been headed home by Luis Sinistera after Jack Harrison worked his magic on the right-hand side, got beyond Christensen and left-footed from the right corner of the penalty area. He's just floated one towards the far post. He has conceded in all five Premier League games when he's come up against Leicester. Here's Iheanacho, room on the edge of the box. Melier pushes it away. Daka! Oh, Daka off the post. Was that a double save? Either way, Leicester denied two opportunities. This could go four clear, but Iheanacho looking to halt that. He was fouled, but he's played on. He's found Madison, who's away from his man. And then he's touching it on to Jamie Vardy, who's found the bottom corner. And Leicester City have got an equaliser. Madison involved. Iheanacho involved. And just when you needed the man who has scored so many goals, in his Leicester City career, he's on the spot. Jack Harrison swinging the ball in. Oh, Everton, brilliant save. And eventually Christiansen got it off the line, but he took two attempts. And then fast clears from the resulting cross. He's still not out, ailing on the edge of the box. And there's still plenty forward. It's Aronson, it's another save. Everton this time with his legs low down at the near post. After the game, that man Jamie Vardy spoke to our commentator, John Dunn. Jamie, that was an enthralling game to watch, to play in. How do you try and summarise the, the, the match? Uh, obviously, happy to, to come away with something once you get in that position. You don't want to obviously let it slip, but I thought, especially that second half, really dominant, creating quite a few good chances. On another day, the more would have gone in, but listen, it's never an easy place to come. You heard what it was like when they've got their fans behind them, so I think 1-1 will take it and look forward to Monday. It was a huge game, as you mentioned, the atmosphere before the game, and then Yuri goes and slams one in the top corner. You're thinking, this is a great start before we see VAR intervene. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we didn't know why they were, they were intervening to start with, and, and obviously it pops up on the board saying, checking offside for Booba, but from where we were sat, you wouldn't have thought Booba were offside at all. He's the one who's played the ball back to Yuri, but... Listen, that's what the technology is there for, and it's obviously it's come to the right decision. But like I say, take the point and we'll move on. But as a start, as a team, it was really positive, and then Leeds go and get one against the run of play, but it didn't seem to affect the players too much. No, no, listen, we know that winning 1 0, losing 1 0, drawing, we're always going to be in the game. So going 1 0 down doesn't change anything. We're still still in it, wanting to score ourselves, so we just have to keep doing what, what we've been practising. and. I think you've seen, especially in that second half, we was getting out wide, getting in and, and creating the chances. We kept going until the end. Second half was, was end-to-end at times. Obviously, then you get your introduction and right man, right place and slotted it nicely home. 
yeah, yeah, I think if it was a bit earlier on, Madders might have got to it. But uh, <laughs> nah, he's he's obviously brilliant skill to to get through in the first place. And I've just carried on me running. It's straight in my path, so there was only one option, and that was to slot it in the bottom corner. Did you think you got the second as well before the, the flag went up? Yeah, it's, it's a tight one, I think. I mean, I've called for it for it early, and Patson's took another touch, so I didn't know if Patson was going to shoot. And when you're at full pace, it's hard to it's hard to slow down. So we'll have a look at it and, and see just how close it was. You've obviously scored so many goals for Leicester, but you can't lose that feeling of celebrating just by where the fans were, were stood cheering you on. It must be a great feeling to run towards the supporters when you scored such a, a huge goal. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I get the abuse first, <laughs> running past all their fans, but listen, that's part of parcel of it. I always want to score as, as many goals as I can. I'm glad that I've got another now, and hopefully these last five games that are going to be cup finals, I can, I can start knocking a few more in. As the game ticks on, Melier makes a, a double save, then Daniel makes two really important saves. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what, that's what Dan's in there for. He's the last line of defence, and missing, he's kept us in the game there. And like say vice versa, their keepers kept them in the game. I think he's been coming under a bit of stick stick lately, so it's obviously a big game for him as well. But like I said, we'll keep going, we'll keep working hard. Big game for us now on Monday night. As a fellow number nine, not sure what view you had of it, but when Bamford is about to look like he's going to pop one in the bottom corner, what are you thinking when he, he does miss it? I didn't see it. I was obviously front post, so just fortunate that he's he's not got a good connection and it's, it's gone wide. Five games to go. Two now unbeaten, what's the feeling in the dressing room? It must start to feel a lot more positive now going into these last few games. No, listen, we've always we've always been positive. We know that we can we can beat anyone on his day. It's about making sure we get the consistency going now. So last week was a start. We've come here tonight, made sure we've not lo- not lost, so it's a good positive in the right direction. But like you said, there's five cup finals now, so we've got to keep that consistency going and hopefully take that into Monday night. The first is at Monday against Everton. That's going to be a massive occasion at King Power Stadium. No doubt the fans were here tonight. We'll, we'll make the same kind of noise to, to, to back you again. Yeah, definitely. I mean, the fans, the fans are always there. You know that. I mean, you saw them on Saturday as well at Wolves. We went a goal down, but it didn't change anything with the fans. And, and you see that they can help us like right at the end, especially when people's energy levels are a bit lower. You get the fans back in you, and it just gives you that little boost to get through. As well as the number nine, his manager Dean Smith also gave his assessment after his first draw in the dugout with Leicester. Well, Dean, that was an enthralling game, breathless at times. How can you try and summarise and sum up what, what we've just seen? Yeah, I suppose emotions were up and down. You know, a great start, um, an unbelievable strike from Yuri where you think you've taken the lead and then, you know, gets uh, rubbed off. I've not, I've not seen it back, but apparently Booba was offside and, um, you know, it gives them a, their fans a big lift then. But I thought we dominated for the first 20 minutes uh, up until the goal. Um, poor goal to concede. We, we weren't in the right positions from the throw-in and they end up getting an uh, unchallenged cross into the box and arrived at the far post. So, you know, things we could do better there. Um, you know, it became a bit to and throw after that, I felt, for until the, until the half-time period. And I thought we took control again in the second half. Um, just needed to penetrate a little bit more, hence the substitutions, Vard's coming on and... And Pato coming on, I thought then we started penetrating with our football and opened them up a couple of times. Bards gets the goal. Uh, unfortunately, uh, Nacho gets, or Kel gets injured in the build-up to it, but, you know, does really well. Madders does really well and really pleased for Vards, you know, to get on. It's, it's not been the most fruitful season for him, but what a time to go and get a goal and hopefully that gives him the, the confidence in the running now, um, you know, he'll probably feel that he should have got that other one, which was, again, I've not seen Bat, but was ruled out for offside and you know, maybe Pato could have gone for goal himself, but, you know, he's made a good chance there for 
four, four Vards. So I'm a tad disappointed, feel like we've lost a little two points, but they've had two big chances at the end as well. So we could have lost the game uh, in a game that we feel that we, could, we, we should have won. You mentioned that message that you were trying to get across at half-time to try and just steady the ship, I suppose. Were you able to get that across because it was so so frantic? Yeah, I, I just felt we had really good control for the first 20, 25 minutes and you know we needed to wrestle that control back, not make it so frantic and end-to-end. And, -end. and I thought we did that. I thought we camped in there. They, they were in a low block for, for long periods, first 20 minutes of the second half. Um, you know, and I, I felt that we would go on and score the goal. But it's always hard when teams are in a low block and you need that creativity, which we have got in the team, and, and we found it in the end. You mentioned the goal, particularly Kells, because although he got injured, he managed to stay on his feet to feed it through and then the ball from Maddis to, to Vardy. I suppose you don't want anyone else in that position than, than, than Jamie Vardy, and he took it so well. Yeah, and as I said, he's, he's not scored as many as he would like to, but he still makes them runs. I've spoke about that since I've been here. He made a couple on Saturday, he's made one here and got his rewards today. You know, he won the penalty on Saturday, Saturday as well. So, yeah, it's four points. You know, um, we'd want more, obviously, with the position we're in, but unbeaten in the, in the last two games and hopefully now go back to the King Bow power with, the, with our fans behind us like they were on Saturday. Both goal, goal, uh, goalkeepers come off with credit. Melia made a, a double save and then Daniel makes two really important saves at crucial times. He did, yeah. And since I've been here, I thought our defending from set pieces has been really good. We lacked concentration at the end there and, and as I say, could have lost the game. It, it's a point, but is it another point kind of to the tally that, that moves us to, to where we want to be ahead of this huge game now against Everton? Yeah, I mean, listen, what we didn't want to do is lose and, uh, you know, uh, have Leeds climb, climb further away from us. We haven't, so I, I didn't feel we deserved to lose, um, you know, but we're running out of time to, to win football games, so, you know, bring on Everton. In terms of Kelechi, is it too soon to, to say what the, the yeah, injury is? Yeah, it's too soon, but, you know, he obviously felt his groin and uh, it didn't look great, so, uh, you know, we'll have to wait until they get a scan on we stood kind of where the fans were, were stood behind us. They made such a noise in that second half. They did, they were brilliant and it was great to see so many scarves there. And as I said, right from the, the, the start when we came in, uh, you know, uh, the togetherness of the supporters, it, it will rub off on the players out on the pitch and, and help them. And I can see players now playing with a lot more belief and confidence, which, you, which will only help us now. I was just going to make that point. After the win, the, the draw today, not losing games, that must have a big effect on the dressing room. Yeah, it will. Um, you know, they'll be disappointed because, as I say, we, I thought we dominated for large periods, uh, give a sloppy goal away. But that feeling of not losing, which, which has happened too frequently this season, you know, uh, and being tougher to beat now, is, is going to hold us in good stead. That's it for the Matchday Live Bite Size podcast. For more post-match reaction, all you need to do is head to lcfc.com. We'll be back again for the huge game on Monday evening. It's an 8 o'clock kickoff against Everton. That means we'll be live from 7 on LCFC TV, YouTube and Facebook.